fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> This is Sharks Across Hollywood, and it's that magical time of the year when everybody's going to be, I don't, I don't know, is, is there some, some nickname for weed that I should know, like magic fairy dust or something? Well, there's, there's the marijuana, there's weed, and there's <laughs> just basically just those two. Nothing, it's not called by anything else, ever. Yeah, well, we're, technically we're recording this on 421, but let's just... We're going to pretend... I watched it on 420. I did. I watched... Four, uh, by the way, 420 Massacre is what we're talking about today. <laughs> Maybe that would be a relevant thing. You'd, it's you know. amazing that neither of us are stoners, and yet we still have so much trouble remembering anything. <laughs> I feel the Alzheimer's coming. <laughs> yeah. But I did talk to somebody that said, bad memory is not a sign of Alzheimer's. So that's good. Then I'm like, what are, if that's not a sign, what are signs? Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. Come on. Don't leave me hanging with that little information. Oh, bad memories. Not, I'm not going to tell you what is because fuck you. It's my hair lady. It's not, it wasn't a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least the source is trustworthy then. So we're going to talk about 420 massacre and that's an independent horror film that it, it's, it's hard to, it, it was a million times different than what I thought it was actually going to be. Me too. I mean, it's a million <laughs> times different than what you would think it would be based on the description on the back of the DVD case. Yeah. I mean, they refer to it as a comedy. First off, it not is not a comedy. A comedy. Not a comedy at all. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's like I was thinking rollicking good. T- I expected this to be evil bong, basically. Okay, right? Me too, which I've never seen Evil Bong, but I, I can imagine. I mean, it stars an anthropomorphic bong. Tommy Chong is in the <laughs> sequel. You know what you're getting into with something like that. It's like trauma style. Like, that's what I was expecting. I was expecting a trauma movie or something, and this is the exact opposite of that. This is a lot more like uh, Bunny Man Massacre. Have you seen Bunny Man Massacre? No, but I hope it's an Easter movie. Well, you know, um, sort of, yeah. And uh, <laughs> it stars a guy. It, it's about a killer in a giant bunny costume who kills people in various ways taken from many 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 different horror movies and it's just super fucking dark and serious like you'd think it would be like hilarious right because it's called the bunny man Murders. it's called bunny man massacre bunny man massacre yeah you'd think so. this is going to be a, a really really funny it's really fucking dark and you could <laughs> so totally take weird. it seriously i mean don't get me wrong there are serious movies that you can you can completely laugh at if you're in the right mindset and and i think this falls into that category where you could laugh at it if you were in the right mindset but if you're in the mindset that i went into it with which intending to watch the movie twice i thought well i'll watch it once and i'll just really watch it sincerely and then when i watch it the second time i can just watch it for fun and and do my analysis because then i won't you know i won't always be looking at the screen but it was so serious the first time i watched it that i i didn't end up sitting down and watching it again <laughs> The first time I was going to watch it sincerely, I was going to pay attention. I was going to I was going to watch it as if it were a completely serious movie. I was going to give it the benefit of the doubt uh, yeah. and say, okay. what if they were making a real movie? And it <laughs> and they were apparently. And they were. And that confused me because it's very it's very serious and it's very dark. And the, and the horror scenes are really effective. I was shocked at how effective they were. I expected it to be corny and to just be chuckling and my 
God, they were so tense and dark. Yeah, like the everything about it is like I wouldn't say overall it's not it's not it has a three point nine on IMDb and there's a good reason for that. It's got problems. It's not like it doesn't have problems. But it was production wise and performance wise and direction wise, it's way way like more technically sound than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, yeah, that, and which is super fucking weird. I just I don't know how many people have actually seen this fucking movie because I got it in my I think second horror pack and it was a horror pack exclusive. So you can't get it outside of horror pack apparently i i don't know if that's true or not i kind of popped on the commentary and fell asleep immediately because they weren't that interesting <laughs> but they're like thanks thanks for buying this dvd i'm like oh you can buy it in places i never even heard of it until oh, okay. until horror pack sent it to me maybe horror pack just got one particular version and it's maybe. got maybe it's maybe, maybe the only difference is like the sleeve artwork or i think it, maybe like it's that. i think it might be a blu-ray exclusive uh, maybe okay because i do subscribe to the blu-ray horror pack and horror pack why you wouldn't should, you yeah you should uh you who's, know. who's still who still is dvd only these days there's actually i found a lot of videos like unboxing videos on youtube where people are like oh i got the dvd one I'm like why would you do that <laughs> I mean, everything everything comes as a DVD set, and like everybody's got a Blu-ray player. Their Blu-ray players are like twelve bucks, right? Everybody has a PlayStation. Everybody. Some people get both because they're different. Each one is different. The only the only reason to get both would be if if one came with certain special features, the other didn't come with. That yeah. would be the only reason. Because well, I mean, some people get both the Blu-ray and the DVD horror pack set kind of thing oh you mean they come with different movies yeah yeah they come with different movies. oh okay well yeah all right that would be which is fine but it's not interesting enough for me i don't want a bunch of dvds cluttering up my fucking shelf while i'm trying <laughs> to turn all my dvds into blu-rays i liked this movie even though but i have a lot of i have a lot of stuff to make fun of it for just because it takes itself so fucking seriously yeah no it, ha- it definitely has problems it, it runs into it's it it's appropriate that the movie has massacre in the title because it runs into the same problem that a lot of movies that were hopping on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre train run into, including Bunny Man Massacre, uh, I'll say, which is, and Texas Chainsaw itself has this problem. The introductory scenes and the character establishing scenes run way too long. The very first scene in the movie, which I which made me think it was going to be a comedy again because it's too dumb cousin fucking hillbillies running up in the mountains going like oh we're gonna we're gonna find some weed it's <laughs> it's a treasure trove or whatever the fuck and then they find the weed and then one of the guys his name is doug spelled d-u-g by the way oh, oh i did not uh i did not realize that <laughs> yeah doug with d-u-g no o so they're already <laughs> dumb asses doug gets gets murdered by this we don't know what it is it's like um he looks like a military guy trying to be in camo like he has those leaves or whatever i think that, it's called a ghillie suit a ghillie suit he's got like these big fake claws <laughs> made out of wood or something which he never uses to kill hand. anybody i was waiting for him to do that i was waiting for him to rake one of those chicks with his claws and he never does but there's one kill in the movie that i was kind of hoping the movie would lean into that kind of weird shit a little more but we'll get to that was here. it the bong kill <laughs> yes it was <laughs> What else could it have been? Uh, but yeah, so so the the rednecks get dispatched quickly in that opening horror scene that most horror movies have, which I like. Well, uh, one of the rednecks gets dispatched. One of the rednecks, one of the rednecks, and then we run into them later. There's actually three rednecks. I don't know that it's appropriate to call those first two guys rednecks. They did not strike me as either redneck or hillbilly. They struck me as guys from the city. If anything, everybody who talks like that, though, I just call them rednecks because they seem like North California, you know, white trash. But they were talking they were talking with uh, with weird country accents. Yeah, that's, you know, 
there are lots there that's a universal accent to white trash that's a universal white trash accent it doesn't matter where yeah. you're from you, there, elk, there are maybe. people in elk, there are people up north of us in elk who talk like that and usk and cusick and oh did all I, those places did i tell you the white trash story of my family like i don't know the whole thing so it's going to be pretty quick but like how how white trash is this check this out where am okay. i where am i grandma's funeral right where we're, we're, the family's together my whole family you some have a hot cousin i do have a hot cousin <laughs> but that is not her this dude who i don't talk to i fucking i do not like him i don't want to talk to him he's messed out 90 percent of the time can't fucking take care of his kids talk shit about his ex-wife probably okay, in white front crash of his kids. Cred, white crash cred is high right now so white trash excuse <laughs> me i said i said white crash yes oh, you did fuck. so he comes and we're talking we're talking to him i hadn't seen him in a couple years i'm like all right i'll sit there and i'm in my mom's house we're all kind of bunched up together and this little snippet of information comes out he's like yeah i was on judge duty <laughs> and i'm like how how am i related to these fucking people <laughs> It's not quite Jerry Springer, but uh, and how it'll do. Yeah, and it, it, it's because of a motorcycle repair incident, and I don't know the whole story. I don't know what episode it was, <laughs> and I want to fucking find it, but I Googled him, and I couldn't find it, and it bugged me. And obviously, I'm not going to name his name on the, on the uh, show. Yeah, but. yeah. <laughs> probably best if you don't. But, wow. That is a solid uh, white trash story. I am so fucking well-adjusted compared to some of the people <laughs> in my family. It's ridiculous. And I am fucked up. It gets pretty bad in my head. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just wanted to share that because that was fun. After the redneck scene, we meet our main characters. They're all they're all women, so you know this guy. This guy saw The Descent, and he's like, you know, I want to do something like that. Which, actually, the girl, uh, the one who plays Aubrey, can't remember what her name is, which I have IMDb open, so I don't know why I'm lo- not looking at it. But she's Neither also... do I. You're still not looking at it. <laughs> she's also a producer on the film, so I think she mentioned... I watched some interviews on the Blu-ray, and I believe Wh- she which mentioned... One, which one is she? She's the one with the bandana. She's the one who fell in lo- who was in love with her friend. And yes, yeah. And that scene was really hard to watch, by the way. Ooh, ooh, I know. <laughs> I, felt, yes. I felt so bad. We'll get into that one, because, yeah, I, I figured you'd have something to say. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. She mentioned The Descent. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because so I'm like, obviously, that's the first thing I fucking thought of. I'm like, The Descent, of course, all women, and they're kind of they're kind of badass. They're not really annoying, which is nice. No, no, they're, not at they're all. a little annoying. I didn't, but. I, I didn't have a problem with any of the characters. Mm. I thought the characters were fine. If anything, I think the characters were a tad overdeveloped. Oh my god! Yes, just stop fucking talking and yeah. do something. We, we, we needed this. This movie was padding out its time hard like with it, really bad movie references. <laughs> One, the one that got me right off the bat, one of the first lines of dialogue is where we're going, we don't need roads. And then Aubrey looks at her friend and goes back to the future. And then she's like, oh, I knew you'd know that. I'm like, yeah. Because fucking everybody knows. Back that to is the one of the future. most popular it's, film quotes it's, in history. Well, yeah, seriously. Of fuck. course. My grandma knows that. <laughs> she doesn't know anything. So that was the first, that was the first thing that I thought was going to set the tone for all the characters. And I'm just going to be like, would you kill all of them please right now? <laughs> But sadly, no, you actually get to know them too well. Yeah. And, and they're no longer cannon fodder and you actually care. No, <laughs> when they I, die. That, that's that's something I've, I've got to say. I like it when movies do that. I like it when movies give me a reason to give a shit that these characters are getting killed, like to feel invested and to feel bad when they die. That's what I want out of a good horror movie. The problem is, yeah, like I said, I didn't want was, a good horror movie. There were, th- this was this movie was too good for what it was. Yeah, like it I, shouldn't yeah. have been this good. I didn't want a good horror movie. I wanted a bloodbath, the most over the top bad acting, which is what I thought I was 
going to get, but these girls are yeah. actually fucking actors. Yeah, they're not bad actresses. God. They're 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 actually all pretty good. And if if you're going to try and make a straight horror movie, well, straight is a relative term, <laughs> especially considering it's a two thirds lesbian group. But if you're going to try and make a legitimate horror movie, not just a not just B movie blood fodder, get a better title because 420 Massacre conjures a very very distinct type of movie, and this was not it. And really, it has almost nothing to do with weed in general well i mean it, weed is the catalyst the for catalyst the thing. yeah there's one stoner yeah just it, one yeah i hate being so male about this but i'm always like huh there's like five chicks which one's which one's the hottest <laughs> <laughs> i can't i can't stop myself from doing that i hate that. being that guy too but, but yeah, you are that guy no, and I, yeah, one, I can't everyone's help that guy if you're straight or or bi you're that guy so which one's the hottest that's a tough one probably the i was kind of into the stoner me too you know what her name is dude no stacy danger I, i'm pretty sure that's probably not her real name she's not even a porn star she's not a porn actress she was in the Stacey neon danger she was like she had a bit part in the neon demon well i assume it's a bit part she was the casting assistant yeah it was definitely a bit part neon demon's a great movie have you seen that no i haven't it's really good i mean it's 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 a very nicholas winding Refn or whatever the however the fuck you pronounce his name that was it's yeah. very much his type of movie so it's kind of going to be for you or very much not for you but if you do like his movies it's great yeah and she's done she's done like a few tv shows and stuff she hasn't really done a whole lot she was in teen wolf as a makeup artist in one episode she did some shorts the shirt that she was wearing the it said sleeping wolf on it and that's a yeah. that's a short film she's in she was in an episode of gray's anatomy two episodes of gray's anatomy holy, holy shit recurring character whoa nope she plays two different characters <laughs> <laughs> But that's okay. I was having a conversation with my grandma the other day about Brian Cranston in Murder, She Wrote. We were watching Murder, She Wrote. That motherfucker's everywhere. I was at my grandma's house last weekend for my aunt's funeral, and we were watching Murder, She Wrote. My grandma loves Murder, She Wrote. What are the odds, right? An old woman uh, yeah. who loves Murder, She Wrote. So we're watching Murder, She Wrote, and it's fucking Brian Cranston. His character's name is even <laughs> Brian, if I recall correctly. And uh, I was like, no way. No, no fucking way. Is that seriously Brian Cranston? I checked my i checked the imdb and sure enough he's been on murder she wrote three times as three different characters how do you pull that <laughs> off how do you come back three times as completely different character i mean it's a really long running series, i was gonna so say the show ran for like thing. 10 years so you yeah. could probably get away with it but his his most iconic role will forever be zordon in the power Rangers movie. <laughs> don't tell him and maybe maybe those two monsters that he voiced in the actual show, but I don't remember which ones they are. So we were talking about Stacy Danger and how oh, hot she was. Oh, that's right, Stacy Danger. I think she was like the one I don't get me wrong. Like it's a whole group of attractive yeah, women. Yeah, like, right? <laughs> like any one of them, I wouldn't. As my as my friend Steve used to say, I wouldn't kick him out of bed for eating crackers. That's fucking so weird. I would. That's gross. <laughs> I hate crumbs. I hate sleeping on crumbs. It, Granted, it is the worst. Yeah. You know what's worse than cracker crumbs? Cum crumbs. Well, at least they came out of you, you know? <laughs> presumably, presumably. I don't know what you're into. In the interview with Stacey Danger, she has a different, a completely different hairstyle. It's dark and like shoulder length. And I'm like, wow, she got way fucking hotter just now. Like, <laughs> really? Yeah, I was way into it. Well, I never know with you, though. I, I can never tell whether or not I'm going to agree with you on attractiveness because you have your your tastes sometimes like there's a venn diagram let's call them eclectic and they do our our two (laughs) our two spheres do cross over but it's not it's not universal that's for damn sure i just like bitches man okay not gonna get on board with not gonna get on board with that hey you ladies like to be called bitches right oh they, they they adore it 
That's why we have so many fans. Maybe it's because girls don't like to be called bitches, Jay. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's your Jay and Silent Bob reference. Okay, now the question is, how, how are we going to weave Rocky into this? We won't, but we will weave wrestling into it right now. Hang on. I don't know. They didn't make any fucking Rocky references in the movie, which is weird because they made a reference. I don't know if the It's Your Show Ace thing came from anything or if it's just a saying, but I immediately go to Monster Squad because mm. the, the leather jacket wearing kid, he's sitting next to the kid who has to, has to ask his sister if she's a virgin. And he's like, it's your show ace. That's the only time I've ever actually heard that in a movie. <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe I don't remember that because I, I was a huge Monster Squad fan growing up but i don't remember that line at all have you been dorked i fucking love that movie that movie's <laughs> awful no, that no, is no. so bad if you're gonna do it you gotta do, <laughs> do it. it you gotta do you gotta do the you gotta do the build up and the way he goes i i can't do it i don't remember the line exactly, i don't remember it either that's why his I said timing it is so perfect <laughs> Like he's like he's bringing it around and allow me ever, in my own personal curiosity or something in any way possible possibly have been dorked <laughs> Uh, that movie's fucking terrible like there's in the best way there's so much bad stuff in it like that like we'd yeah there's lots of lots of uh homophobic slurs problematic material yeah let's call it that yeah a little bit wow and i laugh because it's so fucking inappropriate like it's stuff that i would never intentionally teach the kids now like but back (laughs) back in the 80s and early 90s i didn't give a shit nobody did it was just that kind of thing yeah it's like you didn't even think about it you know not trying to endorse that viewpoint or anything but it is what it is Hey, some of us have come a long way. Hopefully. Not a lot of us, but some of us. Stacey Danger would make a great porn name. Right? I I thought she was a fucking... Ugh. Okay, anyways. Let, let's, let's stop. I have a boner now. So what we are going to do, we're going to talk I feel about... Like I've seen, I feel like I've seen that one gal before. The one who... Which one? The one who brought her friend along. They go down to the... Oh, uh... They go down to the, to the river and she gets killed. She gets her head chopped off. I did not... Her. Yeah, she's like pretty, but like every time she opened her mouth, I'm like, ew, stop talking. <laughs> Her character was not... I didn't like her character. I think she seems to be the one who was in the most high-profile movies. I noticed that yesterday. Yeah, what has she stuff. been in? Because I, 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 I felt like I'd seen her before. Sorority Row. She's been in Twilight. She's been in Red. But Tw- like Twilight would twi- twilight uh, probably been where I saw her. I had yeah. a daughter who was like 10 at the time. New Moon, she was a receptionist. But she was in Red. And she was also in... God, she is in a lot of teen shit. <laughs> Beautiful creatures. Now you see me. Weightless. Uh, Divergent. She was in every Divergent movie. Oh, yeah. Again, teenage daughter. Yes. So you had to have seen her at least once. Yeah, I, I've probably seen her multiple times. So there's an actor in this movie that <laughs> named James Storm. He's he plays the park ranger, Ranger Rick. Oh, okay, Ranger Rick. Which, by the way, I like the night the the, the, the swerve where they're like, yeah, he's creepy, but he's gonna be a good guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure not. No, I got the vibe from the very first meeting that he was that he was because because he gives him the map and wasn't the map the map that, that the two dead guys had. Oh, was that what it was? Okay, uh, like I I saw him pull the map and then I saw the crossbow under it and then and that I think, was the. I think the bracelet thing. I think they were making a, the point a point, and I didn't go back and rewatch it to see, but I think they were they were trying to point out his bracelets because they really focused on him, and I yeah. think they were the dead guys' bracelets. Oh, okay, yeah, see, I, I didn't even. I was still I was still going like fuck. I have to watch this again. <laughs> It was it it was subtle, I guess. It, the map it was, wasn't terribly subtle. No, it was a nice reveal, like because I was focused on the crossbow when he pulled it up the second time, and I'm like, ooh, because the the music cue hits, and that's what I saw. So I'm like, oh, yeah. oh, all right. But there happens to be a wrestler named James Storm, and when I saw that thing, I'm like, oh fuck, really? That'd be so goddamn awesome. <laughs> and then immediately his fucking entrance music hit me, and then this is kind of what I felt like when I had to watch it again. I'm gonna play like just the first like couple seconds because this okay. is okay. 
Now he's a he's a he's a rednecky character, but he was one of my favorite guys in TNA. He was on a tag team with Bobby Roode called Beer Money. Sorry about your damn luck. That's how I felt. <laughs> Bad luck. But I was and I it, it was even worse luck because he's not in the fucking movie. It's some old dude who's probably the best actor in the whole movie too. He he is a fucking good actor. And I forgot <laughs> to look him up. He was he really committed to the to the scumbaggery of the whole thing. I know that was a really haphazard little clip to play, but I really like that part. I say that to people a lot. <laughs> there, I'm sure there's a wrestling fan who will listen and be like, "I'm so glad you played that clip because that's exactly what I thought when you said whatever the fuck the guy's name was." James was Storm. Like, James Storm. There you go. Uh, he has not been in. He's been in a lot of B horror movies in his later career, but then a lot of just random TV shows. Yeah, he's he seems like one of those guys who probably who who was probably a working actor for his whole yep. life. Never made never had a break, but probably had bit parts in TV shows and shit all his life. He was in wow eighty one episodes of Dark Shadows in nineteen seventy through nineteen seventy one. Really? Wow. So yeah. he was a he, he was a full on character in that show. I never mm-hmm. I never watched Dark Shadows. I saw the movie and I'm like, hey you know what if, if the movie if the rest of the show is like this i don't want to fucking watch this <laughs> i enjoyed the movie believe it or but not but then my mom and my sister are like it's so good i'm like it's fucking boring jesus christ turn turn off the sound look at it because it's a tim burton movie and they usually look pretty good <laughs> but the second when people talk in those movies it's another one of those i'm like oh fucking hey John, johnny depp go away <laughs> i thought it was fun i i thought it was i thought it had a lot of problems but i thought it was fun it's okay much like wrong. this movie much like this movie <laughs> yeah. had a lot of problems but I, I i i no i didn't think this movie was fun i it, thought the movie mm. i thought the movie was better than it deserved to be well yeah and then i i made made a note about about ranger rick again or i'm like is he because given what we find out at the end like it's obvious that he's a fucking that yeah, he's the bad guy he he's, has something to do with the bad guy because that yeah. creepy character at the beginning of those movies always does naturally but i'm like now is he is he baiting them to go up in the hill or is he just fucking with him because he thinks it's fun at, no i think I, th- I think i think he was sincere i think he didn't want to i think he's i think he's just uh you know i mean he's obviously a psychopath there's no question about that but at the same time i think he was like you know i'll, I'll give you a fair shake don't go off the path stay on the trails don't go he's an old-fashioned guy and they're they're he's you, the harbinger man it's this this, this <laughs> movie goes point by point he is the harbinger and they ignore him as i was saying it follows the horror format like they like this thing is by the number First off, you have the opening scene where a couple of young characters are transgressing something and they're killed for it. Then you have a group of young innocents who are going out into the woods or camping or, you know, insert place here for a fun weekend. And they meet the Harbinger. I mean, I mean, it's it, it's straight from <laughs> Cabin in the Woods, right? Yeah. They meet the Harbinger who who warns them. He warns them and, and, and gives them the rules that they then go and break. Technically, they don't really, though. They just take the backpack off of the guy who did break the rules at one point. Yeah. Yes, but they don't immediately get rid of it, which yeah. is what they were supposed to do if they want to follow the rules. Because remember, he warned them, don't mess with the weed. Oh, yeah, that's true. He really did say, just it's, it's the weed. Okay, yep. So they took the weed, and thus, as they partake of the weed, and as they partake of sin, they are punished for it. The first one to die is the stoner chick. But before her, the redneck who they gave the who they gave the joint to dies. And when does he die? Immediately after he starts smoking the joint. He does not die though. Oh well, that's right. When is he attacked? Excuse but me. But he he gets it pretty bad. That's fucked up. Yeah, he gets blinded with the joint. Oh, and when I was watching it today, Rachel was upstairs sleeping. So the girls are like, "Oh, we're gonna come down here and hang out with you." I'm like, "Okay." I'm watching a very scary movie. Just so you know, they're like, "Okay, cool." And the second they get down here, the guy gets his eyes gouged out by the joint. <laughs> 
and they're like traumatized. <gasps> yes. You can just see something something in their eyes just dies. And then shortly after that, the, the two lesbians are off trying to make out with each other and then Oh, what happens? Well she no, gets... he, he kills the he kills the stoner chick. Oh yeah, no, that. yeah, that's right. He kills the, the stoner he chick kill, first. He, first he, he gouges he burns the guy's eyes out, then he kills the stoner chick with best kill of the Which movie, I yeah by far. Not uh, most effective. No. Best funny kill best inventive kill but she can she can really she can really take that thing can't she <laughs> now i gotta say this i gotta i gotta say this all those scenes really had me gritting my teeth and grabbing the edges of my chair i mean it, they were really well done a lot of the movie is not well done a lot of the movie is way too verbose it goes on way too long every scene where more than one character is talking could have been halved in its length and not lost anything we could have gotten all the character development and saved all that time. Every single one of those scenes needed to be cut in half. This but, movie would have been way too short, though. It wouldn't even. Been and that's f- <laughs> the thing. That's the thing. They didn't put enough characters in there, and and once things turn to shit, it's over really quickly. And you know how they pad out indie movies that don't have enough runtime, don't you? Really, really long, overdrawn credit sequences. This didn't have. This a, didn't have this it didn't because have it had it had a shitload of dialogue. Time. So I don't know which one I would prefer. No, what what I would have preferred is I would have preferred them to cut it down to a seventy minute movie which they could have easily done and a 70 75 minute movie would have been tight it would have been scary like it would have been genuinely scary and if they'd have changed the title it would have been uh it probably would have been the kind of movie that found an audience and uh and and got a modicum of uh respect from the horror community anyway i mean because if you now granted everything has to be graded on that curve of in the horror community because because that's that's where this movie gets a 3.9 on imdb oh the casual fan is going to be like what the fuck casual people are going to watch this and none of them are going to like it and it's completely understandable because this movie was made for the horror community this is a horror movie this was made for the horror community this was made by horror fans for horror fans and if you're not a horror fan you're not going to enjoy this movie but having said that movies out there that get tons of acclaim and respect i've watched several in the last year that are not half as good as this movie terrifier for example art the clown that everybody is fucking talking about it. i almost watched that last people night. are crazy about that movie that movie is not as good as this movie wow wow really the iconography of art the clown is really good and that's it and and the kills are really good the, okay, the, yeah. the kills in the movie are really inventive which is what you go to a movie like that but for. the acting yeah not half as good as this the characters not nearly as well drawn as these characters and the movie's super misogynistic there's literally a scene in the movie where he saws a woman in half starting in her vagina i'm sold and like the only reason is because she's a woman like it's just it's there's all this subtle there's all this misogyny going on that's totally pointless like i could understand if like we got some character and 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 like we got a little bit of character and or if he was just an equal opportunity psychopath like if he liked to you know cut guys open from their dicks first you know but it's clear it's all aimed at women it's all very very creepily misogynistic and and uh, and i mean it doesn't help that in all hallows eve the final sequence of the art the clown sequence in all hallows eve is him murdering this woman well he doesn't murder her he tortures her by cutting all her limbs off and then sewing them back up and then carving words like slut and cunt and into her flesh sounds like a movie i want to watch with my mom it's a really it's really fucking creepy and gross 
Mom, I have a movie for us to watch on Netflix tonight. And the point of what I'm saying, though, is that movie gets tons of respect from the horror community. Not half as good as this movie is. No, nobody will shut the fuck up about it on, like, horror horror junkies from space, I think, is the one that I'm on. Oh, no. I Yeah, I follow yeah. I follow all kinds of horror fans on And they Instagram talk about it constantly, don't stuff. they? Everybody seems to love Art the Clown. And I will give you, Art the Clown is a very good, creepy icon. But the movies are not good. Do you know... The only person, the only people I've ever heard talk about 420 Massacre are that channel that I said wasn't actually a TV show because it's a, it's just a YouTube <laughs> channel and they're uh-huh. called they're called Bloodbath and Beyond, which is a fucking great name. Which they just review horror movies and stuff. And How long have they been around? Because that was the name of a video game. Oh, I don't know. A while. Probably. It was a I don't great know. title for a video game. It, 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 it's it's funny as fuck. That's why I watched them in the it first place. It was sort of like a it was sort of like a Duke Nukem knockoff without the misogyny. Oh, fuck. Called Matt Hazard. <laughs> they came out with a game called Eat Lead the Matt Hazard the return of Matt Hazard and the idea was that he was like sort of a Duke Nukem character from the 90s and that he was coming back in a new video game <laughs> Will Arnett played Matt Hazard oh nice Neil Patrick Harris played the villain can't remember his name but then they did a sequel to it called Matt Hazard Bloodbath and Beyond they did a little review of it oh I know you know what they didn't do it they probably did a review of it which I didn't watch I watched their unboxing videos they were like oh we, we have a commentary on this fucking blu-ray they're very excited about it blu-ray comes out whoever authored the blu-ray forgot to put their commentary on it I really? believe it's on the cover it says Bloodbath and Beyond exclusive commentary and it's not there oh <laughs> Fuck, dude. So they had to, they had they had this thing where they're like, oh well, you have to go to this place, download the actual commentary, and then you can fucking watch it with the movie. I'm like that sucks. <laughs> oh man, that blows. I would much rather hear them talk about it than I would the fucking guys who made it. Is it really boring their commentary? Show? Yeah, it's it's too quiet. It's really you know because because they're talking about like the movie and like they're doing what what you're supposed to do in a commentary track, but you know there's not that interesting about it, which is fine. So now I want I want to get into that scene you said was going to be hard to talk about. So right after right after okay, uh, well, we'll lead the audience into it right after stacy danger gets uh, well right before stacy danger gets gets uh, the bong shoved down her throat and through the back of her head aubrey and her friend the skinny tall one who is also sort of hot the one who liked my tweet or is that the one who liked your post or whatever is that the one who liked yeah, it yeah okay she, I, I can't uh, remember if it was a tweet or an instagram post, okay i was gonna ask who who yeah, fucking it, liked no, it. it was her but aubrey and her character they they go off and they're going to this place that they used to hang out at when they were kids they've been friends for a very long time and aubrey happens to be a lesbian we don't know the sexual or orientation of the fuck's her name the actress's name is jamie bernadette and her character's name is jess and i will forget that the second i look away from i remember jess i i remember that okay. i will never remember jamie bernadette so they're they're going on a little walk while uh while the the cute stoner chick is gets murdered giving a blowy to the fucking bong i do think that they waited until after the until after the confession scene because it would have been totally just did they wait until after the confession scene i don't, I don't remember. fucking remember all i know is maybe now, that's why they made that scene so goddamn long Maybe. We had fun, and now we have daddy issues. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh boy! Uh, amongst the daddy issues, I don't even want to get into the fucking daddy issues. Who cares? Who yeah, cares? that was a whole, that was a whole sequence that probably could have gotten cut, and it would have been all right. You know, like they probably yeah. could have gone straight into the confession. I I understand why they wanted the lead in. If I was just watching that scene by itself, I would say it's timed out fine. It's timed out just perfectly. It feels naturalistic. But you're watching fucking 420 Massacre. Exactly. You want to get to some killing? Exactly. I'm what. This is not some Lifetime movie about these two uh. women 
women who go up and one of them has to confess her feelings for the other to rejection. It's <sighs> this is 420 massacre. I expect some massacring to be going on. Aubrey is in love with Jess. Oh my god. I felt so bad for her because Have I, you like, done this before? You've done this before. Oh, haven't you? This has happened to you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It, you know, not to not to another dude, but it's bad enough when there's a 50/50 chance that they're going <laughs> to that they're going to be, you know, into it or not into it, but when it when it's that, when you're not sure if the other person swings that way, and you're just like, I got to I got to make this confession. Oh god, that is hard. I have so much sympathy for a person in that situation. <laughs> in my mind it could have gone either way, like that that was it was actually a good moment. In in a, in a in a different movie, you're right, it would have been good. Any other movie, I would say they timed it out fine. It, it's very naturalistically written. And here's the thing, if you're writing a scene and you want that scene to be as realistic as possible, they did a good job. Mm -hmm. They really did write that scene well. But the problem is, is the pacing is just too slow for this movie. That's the that's the only thing wrong with it. The acting is great. The dialogue is great. The performances are great. It's just too slow for 420 Massacre. So yeah, she gets snubbed on the fucking kiss. She does. She, Goddamn she, she rejected. Go, oh, and that's the hard thing. Like, she doesn't tell her, look, I've had these really strong feelings about you. She goes in for the kiss and just pulls back. Like, was that... Was that are you fucking serious fucking oh. bitch get the fuck away from me except she didn't say that because she's very nice she handled it very well actually she handled it as well as could be hoped yeah. for but fuck the level of rejection in poor uh what's Aubrey. it Aubrey's face great performances yeah great performances yeah. in the in, in some of these scenes uh, but fuck that was painful to watch and then then the person who tries to initiate that goes holy shit now it's fucking weird right it's fucking weird and then the other person's like no it's fine shit happens and and they are fine and shit does just happen and they're they're over it and they're like let's yeah. just let's, let's just go come on we're okay stop freaking out now i got to say this i got to say this because of this movie's being so by the numbers horror at that point it starts to feel and I'm not saying that this is the uh, the writer's intention or the director's intention. Please understand that I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is because this is so by the numbers horror and the established norms for this kind of horror are that the characters are being punished for their evil deeds. It starts to feel like Aubrey is being killed for being gay. Like right after that is when she gets killed. Right after that, the hunt starts and then the tables turn and then she gets her fucking head cut off which is what certain types of extremists do to homosexual people that doesn't happen quite yet though we have we, we go back situations. to the, we go back to the other lesbian couple who are making out by the oh yeah that's by the right lake or that's the creek right or that's whatever right. the fuck that's right and and the one who has the nice face but every time she talks i don't like it uh she gets stabbed in the face with a broken wine a, bottle yep broken champagne bottle champagne broken champagne whatever. bottle and see like with her i didn't feel like it I, with her with them i didn't feel like it was the gay thing because she was clearly kind of a shithead. Oh, she was. Oh, she like was, the way yeah. they were drawing it out in the dialogue and stuff. She was kind of a shitty person. Humble people are losers. Yeah, just like. Oh, and and she, and the girl, the girl that she took up there, and she's like making out. She's like, can we slow this down? She's like, no, fuck off. She's. <laughs> She's forcing herself on her kinda. Yeah, then, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. And then the other the other character the other character sort of sort of feels like she gets it for going along with her, you know? Yep. But then yeah, I don't know. Like if you're following the strict rules, then really what they're all getting killed for is smoking the ganja. Which I understand. But I'm just saying that that's kind of the way it feels because both of one of them survives and one of them doesn't. What I felt like would have been a good way to end it would be if they both survived and they came out and not as lovers but as friends 
was, you know, and they were able to survive together. That would have been a nice ending for me. Nah, I prefer the way too serious or, ending. <laughs> or if you're going to go super serious, they both die. No, 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 no. I don't know. I just, they really <laughs> left you with an uncomfortable feeling. So, but you know, I, in my notes, it's just that scene is so fucking hard to watch. So painful to we're watch. We're still not there yet, man. We're still not there yet. Cause I still, I still have to make myself sound really dumb because while the two lesbians were making out or b- before they started making out, I wrote in my notes too much talky talky, not enough fucky fucky. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and then right after she gets stabbed with the bottle, I said, Lesbo gets got. <laughs> Because I'm a fucking terrible person. And then Michelle, who is the who is the lesbian's quote unquote conquest or whatever they right. said earlier on, runs back to the camp and that's when Aubrey and Jess had just gotten there and noticed that they uh discovered Stephanie Danger or whatever her name is. Susie Danger. I already forgot her name. See I fucking I turned Something away. Danger. Stacy Danger. Stacey Donna. Danger. Her name is Donna. They discovered Donna's dead impaled face with the bong which is still not broken the unbroken bong yeah it's not broken but how did they miss that giant tower of brain matter well you probably i mean i have to admit i'm an unobservant person i probably wouldn't have noticed it until i got closer you know (laughs) i mean i would have noticed there was something weird but bong with my friend's brain and skull matter on the back of it (laughs) would not have left to mind (laughs) oh okay yeah and then uh aubrey's like screaming for oh hey somebody or michelle or uh, other girl whose names I can't remember then Jess grabs her and goes don't do that and it was very scary she <laughs> oh, yeah. got all serious yeah and then Michelle comes running up screaming ah and then Jess is like fuck it ah <laughs> Like, why the fuck are you screaming? You just told her not to scream. Okay, like, I know this is, I know this is the probably, like, the stupidest observation I, <laughs> I will ever make in a movie, but for being the badass of this movie, and she is, she, she is, she's, she is the final girl of this movie, Jess really runs like a girl. She also has a weird fighting stance, which I'll, <laughs> I'll make fun of her for in a minute, which I didn't even put that in my notes. That's just, not a, yeah. not a, not a lady athlete. Don't, I'm, I'm not trying to lump all women into the bad running category. <laughs> but there is a very distinct there's a very distinct type of running that you think of as quote unquote runs like a girl guys do it and ladies do it but she does it more than almost anyone i've ever seen on screen <laughs> usually for movies when people start running like that the director's like you got to stop fucking doing that you got to you got to <laughs> put some deliberation into those movements or some or some deliberateness into those movements so before they actually do run away though uh by the way in the credits i believe they call the killer the shape Yes. Gee. Because they're 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 clearly taking themselves way too goddamn seriously uh, for this yeah. movie. When they should have called him Gilly Man. Yes. That would have that would have been a better title because I think we all know who is the shape and this movie is not that good. <laughs> Fuck no, it's not. Uh, and also, uh, Michelle got got. What? Michelle gets got. She gets killed by Every, the gilly by the gilly man. Everybody. Oh, M- Michelle is the conquest. Yeah, right, right now. Okay. Then of course Michelle and Jess are like, or not Michelle. Michelle's oh. dead. Aubrey and Jess. Now they find Ranger Rick. Ranger fucking Rick. <laughs> Which I admit is, I, I totally get why they were all trying to stifle laughter when he was like, <laughs> yeah. you call me Ranger Rick. That's my uh, name. The only, thing, the only thing that gets me is like, he is trying to be this, like, the Michael Parks of this movie. Yes. <laughs> very much. Not quite there. No, not but, quite. You know, but who, I, who is, though, really? I, I, I don't think that's, I don't think that's his fault. I think that's, 
you know, again, sort of the people putting the movie together's fault because they didn't quite a hundred percent know what movie they were making. I don't think. No, just just a little. But then I wrote in my in my notes here. I said Ranger Rick dot 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 is a bad guy because <laughs> as it turns out, the Gilly Man is his son, and he. Yep. This movie's a little preachy. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Like, they're right, but they're also a little preachy about it. So the, the gilly man, he comes back from Iraq, and he's all fucked up. And the only thing that seemed to help, help is marijuana, weed, which is probably truth. And yeah, now yeah. we're in a state where it's legal, so it doesn't really matter. It's legal in California, too, which is where the movie was made. Oh, yeah. What the... F- but was it... But it wasn't at the time. Well, no, it came out in 2018. I don't think it was made in 2018. Well, that is fucking probably true. Never mind. So I'm a dumbass. I'm just going to shut up. Ex- except I'm not, because now I, I literally have to talk for this. <laughs> So, so the whole the whole message is weed activists will murder you. They will. That's what will happen. People who like weed either deserve to be murdered or will murder you. That's what weed does. Haven't you ever seen Reefer Madness? Clearly. So by the time Aubrey and Jess figure out this guy's a bad guy, all I was thinking was... Sorry about your damn luck. <laughs> because I like my audio jokes. <laughs> This movie would have been so much better if J- if that James Storm was in the fucking movie. Oh my god. Oh, Anyways. this movie would have this movie would have been better if it had just gone hard in either direction. It, if it if it had gone a little more serious uh, or way less serious. Oh, so th- this is a part that gets me because it's fucking gross. So they they figure out that he's that he's the bad guy, and then they go running in opposite directions, and he uh, takes his crossbow, the magical crossbow that we saw in the truck earlier, yep. and he shoots Aubrey in the leg, right ah. above the knee, mm. right above the knee, and then pulls it out. Oh yeah, that was. And there's like little chunks of flesh on it. That hurts. Yeah. I do not like that at all. That whole sequel, I mean, everything from that point on is pretty fucking dark, man. It's and, pretty hardcore. The dude, I uh, mean, you know, after after he explains the whole thing that's going on, Gillyman cuts Aubrey's head off Al-Qaeda style. But it gets even fucking worse than that because they're the two girls are standing next to, or like on their knees next to each other. And she's like, I love you. I love you too. And then her head gets cut off. And I'm like, yep. fuck, what the oh, hell just no, happened? That shit messed me up, Holy man. Holy shit. That fucked with my head. It is no longer a fun movie no no by the end this is not a fun movie at all yeah and i said i said shouldn't a movie called 420 massacre be fun (laughs) yeah seriously (laughs) that's why that's why this movie should this movie shouldn't be called 420 massacre this should it should have some super dark fucking title and it would have probably gotten the respect it deserves from the horror community anyway if nobody else you know and also (laughs) this might be a little this is a little afterwards i think Thing. or no no because after jess gets away from the dude and his son and then the redneck from earlier with with the eyes gouged out who should be in way more fucking pain i imagine than he <laughs> than he is acting like he's in he shows up and i when i was watching it this morning this is when i was taking notes i was kind of i was like looking at my phone or something or kind of drifting off for a second and that jump scare actually fucking scared me <laughs> There's some very effective jump scares. I do not get scared. I do not jump from jump and scares. Let, that let me got say, me let good. Me say, let me say this. Wow. Let me say this. With most of the jump scares, that one, not ne- yeah, no, I mean, like that was a, that was a worthwhile jump scare because it was a scary situation. And although that guy wasn't a threat, he would have scared the shit out of the character. So it makes sense for him to be a jump scare because, like, it pisses me off when ju- I've talked about this before. I talked about this on Get Out, and I, I've talked about it on other things. Bad jump scares kind of piss me off. Pointless jump scares piss me off. But a good jump scare, a jump scare where there is something to be afraid of or 
where like with this jump scare that you're talking about, the character would be frightened by that, where it makes sense. In those cases, a jump scare can be a really good thing. And I think in this I think in this movie the jump scares are really well done and effective. Yeah, there is not a single cat in this whole movie. Nope. I totally get the aversion to jump scares because they're way massively overused by bad horror movies. Yeah. They really, really are. <laughs> they're becoming like a almost like a Pavlovian thing where like like my son will reject a movie outright if it doesn't have jump scares because he's in now let me qualify this he's 12 but that's the thing like a younger generation who's growing up on horror movie jump scares are an easy way to scare the audience but if you're doing it if that's your only way of scaring the audience then you're not doing a very good job this movie proves that it's actually on a pretty high level as far as the crafting of the horror in that there are some scenes that have no jump scares that are fucking terrifying like the beheading scene that that shit cut to my core i was i got <laughs> fucked, fucked up by up. that yeah I'm going to be thinking about that. And for a they while. broadcast it. I mean, that that doesn't sneak up on you. You know it's coming. And when it happens, it still fucks you up. That's not the most brutal beheading scene I've ever seen in a movie, but no, it no. was definitely the most personal and like affecting. Because you cared. I cared about these guys. I cared about Aubrey. And I cared about Jess, who's got to watch her best friend be beheaded right in front of her. That's part of the reason I'm saying this, this movie is so much better than it should have been oh yeah now we get the final girl showdown yep. though which is and she brings it man she does until she she ha- well she has the knife in her in, in in the back of her in her butt after she stabs the gilly man a little bit yeah who's not quite dead yet i don't think no, oh, no he's not dead yet because he has to do something pretty important here later That's right on. uh <laughs> Which Ugh. is, which is, by the way, I, I will say, after the little setup and everything they have at the beheading scene, great way to end it. Yeah, no shit. That, this dude actually paid attention to detail. I would actually like to see what he could do with a better script that he might maybe didn't write and a little bit more money. I'm actually kind of curious with like some studio backing. I think this, this director has a ton of potential. And I think he's got a lot of potential as a writer. I think he just needs to learn a little bit about tone yeah, it, it, and it, editing. It probably has to has a lot to do with like the budget, too, and everything. I'm which sure. Is, which I'm, is fine. I'm sure. I'm sure. But I can, you know. Like like just change just change the title from four twenty. You know that might that yeah. might have been a marketing thing that was foisted on him. I don't know, but yeah, like it it just just fucked up the whole tone of everything <laughs> by having it be called four twenty massacre. So this is where I'm going to make fun of Jess a little bit because of how she. Well, I guess it, the redneck guy happens. Blah blah blah. But she also has the knife and she's like standing. She has this weird fight stance. Did you see it where she's like, I can't I can't describe it. Like she's like, did you notice that? Like she's all hunched down. <laughs> Like her fist is in this really weird position. He, She's got he the looks knife. like a Dungeons and Dragons character of of a goblin just at that moment for the listener. You're in you're in this. Po- it, it, oh no, it's I'm not talking Dungeons about the girl. I'm talking about Jess. It's not. No, I'm talking about you as you were oh, doing me. that pose. <laughs> it it wasn't Dungeons and Dragons. I think it was a I think it was a a toy line for a cartoon called Dark Star, if I remember correctly. They had these little <laughs> goblin figurines that kind of were hunched and they kind of had their heads sticking out of the sticking out front ways rather than up like the neck went out of the shoulders <laughs> forward i remember i have heard of dark star i don't know exactly what you're talking about but i can i can picture that <laughs> as you're doing that pose you're hunched down and you got your head kind of sticking out the front of your shoulders as opposed to sticking out above your shoulders it was it was weird no i do not recall that no, stance at all it, i didn't it, notice it. both times i watched i'm it. not saying that i wouldn't notice it on a second viewing i yeah. very well may but i did not notice it both times i watched it it just kind of made me laugh it was it that's one of those nitpicky things where i'm like okay they probably just didn't have time to do a second take that's why it looks what they funny. probably didn't have time what they probably weren't able to do was hire a stunt coordinator to that train team. her and just be like look here's how you do this here's how you need to pose to look good and look tough you know and so she was kind of she was probably just winging it which is also probably why you never see anybody fire a gun on screen 
I don't think. Are there any guns? There is them? one gun, the redneck oh, guy that's with right, the that's eyes. that's right, the shotgun, yeah. that's right. Because they give him weed, and that's why he dies. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, if, if they couldn't afford someone to make the gun safe, quote-unquote, yeah, it would make sense that they... They wouldn't show a gun that could actually fire. Let's jump right to the end here, because I don't know what else to say. Rednecks, everybody's... Whatever. Everybody's almost dead, except for Jess, and the, the gilly man is unconscious at this point, I think. Ranger Rick has her at the edge of the cliff. Yeah, and he's... <laughs> any, any monologues. He, he, he has this great monologue. He's a villain, duh. He's a he's a good villain though. I, he, he is. He's definitely, I like him. He's definitely reaching for that Michael Park level. He really, really is. It's, he's it's, not. He's not getting it, but he's reaching for it, and I, I I appreciate the effort. I like this guy. I, I'd watch more of his movies. He delivers this fantastic monologue about how how she's got two choices. She can either she can either show that she has some backbone and jump off the cliff, or he'll push her if she's if she's too much of a coward. And then her response is fantastic. She she says to him. You know, you strike me as the guy who's just looking for an excuse to push or something. Because he has effect. a tiny penis and yeah, that's the only yeah, thing that gets him he, off. Yeah, because it's the only way you can get hard. And he's like, you're right, except for the pecker part. <laughs> yeah. Of course, of course, he'd have to qualify that part. But he just he just likes killing. He just likes killing. He just he just loves killing him some killing him some city girls. Yeah. And then, and then of course, you know, she's got a she's got a knife wedged between her butt cheeks, Wonder Woman style. Yeah. And then he comes up and he's choking her and he's like, and she's like, oh, yeah, she's like, well, you, you should just push me or whatever because yeah because that that's the way you get off and then he comes up and he has her by the throat and it's it's established by the way we kind of skipped over this that jess does she teaches self-defense classes yeah to make some money while she's in college for her phd by the way so she's kind of hot tough and smart and i'm uh, so i'm into it this dude has her by the throat and, and he's like are you ready to die and she's like no no and then her face just turns fucking stone cold and she's like are you i'm like oh <laughs> she's awesome i fucking i like comes her the knife i like her a lot she's super cool yeah, no, she's 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 a good character. The writing in this movie is really good. It's so much better than it should be. Yeah, like, wow. Like, like that is the word of the day on this movie. So much better than it should be. This, yeah, th- I should not have enjoyed it this much. And it's it's, it's I'm I'm liking it better now that we're actually talking about it. Oh no, I I know you're you're absolutely right. Like dwelling on the elements that make it up just make you appreciate it. That yeah, much that more. that last 10, 15 minutes is what makes the movie. And then of course and the we, bong kill. Of course we get to we get to the climax and the climax. It, He's ha- he had this whole Ranger Rick had this whole monologue right before they cut her friend's head or right after they cut her friend's head off right after they cut Aubrey's head off about how they hold the heads up and he's he's obviously referring to like uh, Al Qaeda and those those execution videos which I I haven't seen but I I'm aware of they hold the heads up because the brain continues to function for eight seconds and he says like I kind of wish I knew what that was like maybe you can tell me and then of course after she stabs him as he's dying he's very clearly about <laughs> to die and then here comes gilly man <laughs> but he doesn't go for jess he goes for dad and takes the knife and cuts his head off and holds it up so that dad can know what a great fucking ending <laughs> and then jess has to shoot him like five times with the fucking crossbow, with the crossbow yes <laughs> she hits him once in like the back and then he's like ow that hurt and then he's coming at her and then he she, she hits, hits him, him like again, in the shoulder, like in the shoulder or, something? or something yeah you know there's a little scuffle she can't get that third shot off and, and then, then when she does it goes right in his eye right in his fucking eye and, it's and then he's on top of her He's on top of her and he's choking her out. She's like, are you fucking kidding me? And he's like, you're going to die. And then he's like, nope, I'm going to die. And he dies. everything's right with the world except everybody's dead and then she sits on the edge of a cliff and smokes her first weed of the movie yeah and it rolls over the entire fucking credits too i was expecting somebody to like jump out and like push her off or something (laughs) 
Nope, she just sits there and smokes it out while they play that rap song over the end credits, which was actually, it was a pretty good song. I like the song when they're uh, doing the bong hit. I don't remember what was playing. I, I don't but fucking I know remember. it wasn't Cypress Hill hit from the bong. It was like this kind of synth poppy new wave sound and song. It was really cool. Some of the music in the movie was really good. Some of the music was Some, a little, was a little yeah. off. I think, like, hmm. but some of the music was really good. So ultimately the message of the movie is like Towley in South Park says, instead of getting high so that I don't have to do something, I should get it done and then get high to celebrate. <laughs> I don't remember exactly how he phrased it, but it was something like that. I agree with him, except I, I don't want And it. that's what she does. She, she, she does. She kills, exactly. she kills the bad guys and then gets high to celebrate. It's probably to quill off all the suicidal thoughts that she's having. Yeah, right probably. Now. She's pro she's, she's, Probably going to suffer from severe post-traumatic stress for the rest of her life after this. Nah, she'll be fine. <laughs> no, she won't because they don't legalize <laughs> weed in that state for another two years. <laughs> no shit, fuck. Now oh, she's got to take over the grow operation because it's the only way she can quell the demons. Dude, 421 massacre. <laughs> no, it's it, it would be four... I'm trying to... <laughs> I know. I don't know. Maybe they just, they have it set the entire month of April in 2020. 420 oh. Massacre Part 2, April Fools. <laughs> it takes place between April 1st and April 30th. Yeah, yeah. Of 2020. Why not? But yeah, overall, this movie was actually pretty fucking good. And I was it very, was. very it, surprised. This is one I, I'm probably going to end up having to pick up just so I can share it with people. Because much like Raw, it's one of those ones that a lot of people aren't going to have seen. Now, in the case of Raw, now, don't get me wrong. Raw is a far superior movie yeah. to this. I'm not trying to put this on the same level as Raw. But it's going to share some traits with Raw in being underseen. In Raw's case, because it's a French movie and it doesn't have any real distribution other than Netflix... Don't get me wrong, Netflix is great distribution, but it kind of gets lost in the shuffle. And you just can't buy it on DVD in the United States. You have to get an imported movie, an imported copy. That's the only way to get it in the U.S. is either to watch Netflix or to that. get an imported copy. I have my imported copy, by the way. If you don't, you should get yours. It's the one with the yellow background. It's from Belgium, and it, it does have English subtitles. God, I liked that movie. I really need to watch it again. But yeah, I'm going to have to I have to pick up a copy of this because this is the kind of movie I'm going to want to share with people because it's underseen. It's it deserves to be seen by more people. It's a it's a pretty damn good horror movie. I'm glad I could bring it into your life. Us two not stoner guys. It just needs a better title. <laughs> it does. Oh god. Next year, Hansel and Gretel get baked. Okay, and if if that one turns out to be some kind of amazing horror epic, I'm going to be so disappointed. I want that to be ridiculous. It seems like it's going to be ridiculous. It's about a witch who uh I think she cooks up like a special batch of magic weed and she uses it to lure stoners into her house and cook them and eat them i guess <laughs> oh god what more could you want god i hope that's not all fucking serious full of daddy issues and relationship <laughs> problems and stuff good god you know what you know what you know what i i was thinking about i only i, I was not thinking about this while i watched the movie but i was thinking about this <laughs> as we were talking about it just now i think a part of the reason some of those scenes are so goddamn long and part of the reason everything's all lesbian me is because the guy was like he really took that that feminist writing challenge seriously, you know, of having women have discussions that don't involve men. But he didn't know how to create drama without relationships. So he was Holy like, holy shit, that's oh, I'll make him gay. That's what it is. This does pass the Bechdel test. Yeah, it does. Even though they're all lesbians. Yeah, because they're not talking about dudes. That's fucking weird. I didn't even think about that. All right. Well, hashtag feminism. <laughs> 
So I don't know if that's a win for feminism or not, but it, it is a good movie. Well, he tried. Yeah. And yeah, he like there are very long scenes in which they don't talk about dudes at all. <laughs> So. All right, everybody. Fuck, I, I'm out. This episode's over. Fuck. It is. It's done. Hey, so 420 Massacre, go watch it. Find find a way to watch it. It's it's on things. We're done. So we're gonna we're gonna see you next week. But until then, tell them what we're on. Go that ahead. Isn't the ganja? Oh, you mean the social media? Yes. You can follow us on all the bullshits at the Shark Pod. So hey, if you want if you want to donate to the cause here and help us, you know, maybe quit our jobs and shit so we can do this full time and get the episodes that would even be better. Sweet. It would be so we, cool. We do we do like four episodes a week. Oh, that'd be fucking awesome. So if you want to do that, you can go to sh- patreon.com slash sharks cross Hollywood. And we're still meeting our $50 goal, but we would, you know, maybe let's let's up that shit to $100 a month, guys. Please. Thank you. Nobody's going to be buying hookers and Bentleys on $50 a month. And I really want Bentleys to I, fuck the hookers I, in. I really want hookers to fuck the Bentleys in. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. That took a weird turn. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> hey. I think that's going to... That's, that's going to do it for this week. We'll be back next week with some fucking random shit that I don't even know because I don't know what's going on. But until then, guys, skate the path of righteousness and stay jossom. Awesome.